Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hello once again, Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler with Joel Brzezinski. And uh, thanks for telling a friend that we're here too. A lot of a lot of you are sharing our podcast, and we, we do appreciate that. Our our hearts are really to try to help anybody, <laughs> but I think especially those who have been uh, sort of wrapped up and bound up by um, religious teaching that really doesn't help them experience the life of God in them. And so we hope to uh, break through some of that. Uh, you know, last week. Uh, Joel mentioned that we uh, had completed eight years of Growing in Grace podcast, now in our ninth year. So I took uh, a few minutes last week to uh, just talk about a little bit of my background and uh, where I came from as a, as a young person and, and how I came into grace. And Joel, I think it's going to be your turn this time. Um, your parents, weren't, weren't they in the ministry? Yeah, both my both my parents eventually became pastors. My dad, uh, he became a pastor in the United Church of Christ back in um, the 50s. And uh, so I grew up in the United Church of Christ. And it's kind of uh, what many of our listeners might consider a, a more liberal denomination. I didn't really realize that growing up because they didn't talk a whole lot about their politics or about that type of stuff. But anyway, uh, you know, you were talking last week, Kev, about how being in the radio, you got exposed to a whole lot of different people with different mindsets uh, from different denominations, and you saw how they all loved Jesus, and maybe we saw things differently, but there were some great things that could be said about the various different people, and that's one thing that even though I grew up in the, in the denomination that I don't necessarily agree with everything these days, I heard a lot of really good stuff, you know, from my dad uh, preaching, uh, preached about the love of God. And, you know, one verse that he quoted every week, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So I heard that all my life growing up. And uh, some of those things were the foundation for many things. In fact, my parents showed me a lot of grace in my teenage years when I wasn't um, necessarily the the straightest kid in the world. Um wasn't the worst kid in the world either, but some some of the things that I did, they still showed me how much they loved me and accepted me no matter what I ever did. And so my early understanding of grace didn't so much come from teaching, like being taught with words, but more from what my parents had showed me. And so that was, you know, I at least understood that there was such a thing as mercy and grace. And yet... Uh, when I turned uh, 22, I was almost 23, I guess, I started, through a friend, attending a Pentecostal church, completely different from what I grew up in, and a lot of uh, legalism in, in the church, uh, in that church, uh, but yet I did learn some really good things as well, but uh, things, things were so radically different, and suddenly, my life became all about performance. I thought... When I first began that walk in, in that church, I thought that I was performing pretty well because I'd given up so many of the things that I used to do, and I was starting to live right. And so I thought, this is it. You know, I'm living the Christian life. 
because prior to that, I thought there's there's no way I'm ever going to do this thing because I thought it was all about my performance. And then suddenly my performance did begin to change. And, and so I got kind of uh, prideful in a way with my performance, only to find that I wasn't so high and mighty as what I thought, because when I fell, I fell big. And I didn't understand it. Now that I was in this Pentecostal church, now that I was living right, I couldn't. I didn't understand it, and I, it just got me feeling so low, so bad about myself when I would fall, so to speak. In the background of my mind, I always knew that God's grace was there. If I did something that I knew was wrong or didn't want to do, I knew that God would forgive me. But yet, it was all so much based on my performance that it was a roller coaster ride of being high on those highs when I felt I was living right, and then so low when I felt either that I wasn't living right, you know, that I was doing the wrong things, or that I wasn't living up to the performance standard that I thought I needed to live, because a lot of that was preached. So after about, it was about two or three years of that, and then that's when I had met you at the radio station that you talked about last week. You would share some things with me just bit by bit in in conversations that we had between air shifts or if uh, I was coming up there to do some work or something, or for whatever reason, we'd just have little conversations. You'd share bits and pieces of grace with me, things that you were learning through the, the church that you talked about where the pastor had had his own kind of grace revolution. And you eventually gave me some tapes to listen to, uh, you know, sermon tapes. And I would listen to those things and it would just be like, wow, you know, it would just be <laughs> yeah. so Wow. That was cool. Yeah. I've never heard this stuff before. I mean, it's just like, wow, but it made so much sense to me, and it was, it was so freeing. And that's, you know, that's kind of one of the things that all of this is about for me, is that it is for freedom that Christ has set us free, and so we need to stand firm in that freedom and not be a slave to bondage anymore, and that bondage, of course, is the law. It's a performance mentality. And so when you hear things that set you free like that, your life changes. And I remember one of the first things that you said to me, one of the first things you said to me that lifted the weights, so to speak, where my eyes were kind of opened the widest at first. Anyway, I don't even remember all that we were talking about, but in the midst of our conversation, you said, God isn't angry with you. And that just, wow. You know, I knew it, and I had always known that, but yet in my experience, at least in my thinking, I thought maybe he was mad at me when I was doing some things that weren't right or wasn't performing well. And so that just lifted a huge weight off me. And then I really began to see a whole, a whole lot more things uh, at that time. Things became so much more clear. And so eventually I began uh, attending that church too with my wife. Uh, we were there for about two or three years before th that church ended up closing the doors and people went their separate ways. But in the meantime, it had laid quite a good foundation for my life. And um, I had read the, the Grace Walk book like you talked about last week. And that really opened up a lot of things for me as well, Steve McVeigh's Grace Walk book. And then one thing that also helped me was <laughs> on, the, uh, on the internet. In I think early 1997, late 96 or early 97, just shortly after uh, my wife and I had been married, we got AOL, America Online, as our internet provider. And what they had there was chat rooms. Christian chat rooms. I would go into those chat rooms and I would start telling people about grace. I would get a lot. That's when I first discovered how much opposition there 
there was to the grace <laughs> to gra- message. To grace, yeah. Yeah. Opposition from the church. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because this was Christian chat rooms that I was in. And I was sharing verses from the Bible. <laughs> and they were opposing the things that I said. But, you know, I think it goes back to how the church has been conditioned, you know, people in the church have been conditioned in a certain way. And when they hear something, even if it's in context, right out of the Bible, there's resistance to it. But one thing that that did for me was going back, you know, going back and forth with people was it helped me to look at the context. It helped me to, to look at those verses and say, is this really right? Am I really going along the right way here? You know, because, you know, it would cause me to question some of the things that I'd been learning. And I thought, yeah, maybe they're right. And so I'd, I would look and i go, no, this is grace. You know, this is what, you know, life in Christ is all about. And so those were, you know, those were some really good years that really formed a lot of um, things inside me. Just being able to shoot back and forth with people. And it was also, my background was such, again, that I respected the people that were in opposition to me. I tried not to fight with people and I considered myself kind of a diplomat in those things where I would, all right, you know, it's okay. We don't need to fight about this. We don't need to get into bitter arguments about this. And I think that kind of helped to show some people that, you know, I wasn't just some radical who was just trying to, um, to be difficult, but I really believed this stuff with my heart. So, uh, those are some of the things that as we, um, you know, we talk about the things that you and I talk about on our Growing in Grace program these days, Cap, now that it's, you know, 15 or more years later, after we had first received this, kind of, you know, gone through our own kind of grace revolution, so to speak, those are the some of the foundational things in my life. And so help from my parents, help from you, Cap, help from pastors and, and churches, so many different things have paved the way, and I'm, I'm thankful for all of that. Yeah, you know, sometimes you get those aha moments like you were talking about when uh, we had that conversation where it kind of hits you between the eyes when you found out God really wasn't angry with you because you really hadn't heard that before because we've just been directly or indirectly taught that so much is based on performance even though uh, salvation is a free gift. Uh, we've been we've been taught salvation is a free gift all of our lives, but there's still this this thing that seems to get planted in the in the hearts and minds of people about performance and uh, legalistic Christianity. But I remember one time being at the radio station talking to a friend on the phone, a listening friend at that time. Uh, his name was Brett, and he had been exposed to uh, th- this grace message and um, what the gospel really is. And uh, I can remember joking around with him, and I, I made some sort of funny comment like, oh, well, God will forgive you for that. And his response right away, instantly, was he already has. Hmm. And then it hit, you know, it's one of those things where I think, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> because, you know, this was still new to me too back at that time. And, and so, and a lot of this, you know, it's easy to take for granted. But I can remember thinking, yeah, he, he has. It's, you know, the forgiveness has already been provided, past, present, and future. I, I'd never heard that before. And so, um, a lot of neat stuff, and including those those tapes from that pastor, that me, a friend of ours, where we attended his church, Joel. Uh, I, I was copying those things right and left and giving them to people. And I can remember, I think I've shared this story once, but there was one Sunday I didn't feel very good. I didn't go to church. My wife went, and she came back with a tape from that pastor, and she handed it to me, cassette tape. And I'll never forget the look on her face. She said, this changes everything we've believed. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and so... The point is, 
Uh, we're not here to argue or debate with anybody. We're here to communicate a message of freedom and, and life in Jesus Christ, and, and I hope that we can share it in a way that you'll be able to latch on to it and be able to, to really enjoy life in Christ and to be able to walk in the freedom that he has given to all of us uh, who would believe. That's right. You know, and that really is the point of the Growing in Grace program as we you know, venture off into year nine of Growing in Grace. Remember that the foundation of this program, the foundation of what we're wanting to communicate with people is the gospel, the good news. And as you listen, you know, you might not agree with everything we say. If we went back and listened to every program of the last eight years, there's probably stuff that we wouldn't agree with that we talked about back then. The point is, is that, you know, we, we're growing in this thing. We're growing and we're, we're growing together. And it's not as if we've got all the answers, but we do have what we consider to be good news that we want to share with people. And so um, coming up next week on Growing in Grace, you know how earlier I had talked about how I wasn't always secure in the, the fact that God isn't angry with me. Well, many believers are unsure of what God thinks of them. They seek ways to gain God's approval through their performance, through their actions, but they can never seem to find the peace that they're looking for. But God has already place great value and worth on us. He's already approved of us, and we're going to talk about that next week. Some more good news coming up next week right here on Growing in Grace at growingandgrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.